Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, ho. <laughs> this is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know, along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing, and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. We'll find out. Oh wow! Could you you comfortable, Lauren? Jesus fucking Christ! Okay. All right. This is called. This is called. Try to stay awake by the Sister Project. So comfortable. You are. Lauren is lying on her couch. I'm so cozy. Joe, cozy. Let's play name association. Who's Joe Cozy? Oh my God, Joe Cozy. You guys, Joe Cozy's a friend of our families. Hi, yeah. Joe. Hey, Joe, if you're listening in. Hi. Thanks for being a listener. I love when people say longtime listener, first time caller. I hope one day someone calls us and says that. Honestly, my life goal with the Pro- Sister Project podcast is getting a, like a hotline. <laughs> you guys, I have to tell you, Michelle, every time she uses the microphone, you have to guide her to like bring it down and then she brings it really close. Oh, I don't know what it is. My mouth is literally around the mic when I sing with the pigs. Oh. <laughs> it's probably not great for enunciation, but that's probably by design. It's okay. You sound the same way on our voice, our voice messages. You guys, if you don't know, Lauren has experience in, I don't know, what do you call this? Syndicated um, entertainment? Television. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that's what I meant. The boob t- Dude. She she was the talent for Arlington Racecourse. And what was boys. your job there, Lauren? And they treat talent really good over there. Tell us about your talent experience. Well, I was the entertainment reporter for Arlington Racetrack, which is here in Arlington Heights, Illinois. In case you guys Arlington Heights, <laughs> Illinois. And what was your job? What did you do? Sadly, they might be closing. I was the entertainment reporter. So I would go out into the field. Yeah. If you would. Yeah. And I would um, create conversation for television with the uh, patrons. No social distancing during that job. No, actually, there was like too much, not enough distancing. My favorite part for me for your job at Arlington was the stories you would tell us about the folks that worked on the stables. (laughs) The folks. Let me put it this way. Arlington Park, it was such an insanely insane period and then insanely amazing job because I've never been around so many different types of people. Yeah. Like all walks of life. All walks of life. I mean, you have like a guy that can Horse fuckers. Yeah, there's a rumor going around at this lady. I think they called her racetrack Rosie. Yeah. Oh she got rode real hard. So gross. I don't know. I don't want to believe that story, but I know that hey, that floated around. You know what? <laughs> to each his own. Listen, can't judge. Judging Different shitty. strokes for different folks. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. No pun Huge, intent- giant horse Michelle, strokes. where are you even taking this conversation? We're warming up. This isn't going live. Well, in case it does. So anyways, yeah. And so I, but they spoiled me with cheeseburgers. The chef had a little bit of a crush on me. So he would bring me a ton of cheeseburgers. Carrying that love for burgers all the way into your career. (laughs) 
lots of cheese cheese <laughs> cheeseburgers and chocolate cake lauren used to wear button covers that were cheeseburgers i loved and i wore them for one of my school photos mom encouraged she, that was a <laughs> huge nerd <laughs> She did encourage that. When we got into something, I mean, once I said I liked bowling once, and then the next thing you know, I was getting my hand sized for my own ball. <laughs> like bowling gloves. I like mean, with the fingerless? No, no, I don't have those. I, I just have know. a ball that's custom to my knuckles. Do you still have one? Yeah. Does it have your initials on it? No, but it's like blue and red sparkly, and it's, I've got a leopard print bowling ball bag. Okay, that's actually really cute. And I do bring it. To when we bowl because it's funny and I literally have to like blast the dust off. How many time. how many pounds? I don't know. It's probably like between seven and eight. Yeah, that's it's, thirteen was always too heavy. For me. No <laughs> way, that's a double fister there, <laughs> or just a double hand. That's yeah. Anyway, um, so this is our second. This is our second episode. This is our second, and I have to say, Lauren, I feel um, just as excited this time as I did the first Me time. Me too. I've never been cozier in conversation. I never knew that we could do a job where we could lay under our cute Kyrgyz Turkish towels <laughs> and snugged up chatting about how um, like anything, random things. Anything. Important things. Current events. Funny things. Stuff that we do in our day-to-day -day lives. This is true. I'm really excited about this. Me too. Let's roll into it. Okay. I, I yeah. want to start. Oh, okay. Take it away. I want to start with something that I read recently in the paper and I had a chuckle for a number of reasons. I just sounded like dad in a lot of ways there. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, you know, like how when our mom died and I can imagine that for folks who have lost a loved one, maybe you've taken this on this whole like um, everything that you see suddenly becomes like a symbol, like, you know, cardinals in your backyard mm -hmm. or every butterfly. Do you know what I'm, you, you feel this? A hundred percent. I am very connected with the, the cardinal. Do you see cardinals here? Yeah. The in little the red fellows. Yeah. Do you see them in the city? Oh yeah. They come over. They like come out of my backyard. Oh my God. So I definitely see them. I'm well, 100% convinced it's mom. But the thing is, is. Or other dead people. Well, yeah. Okay. Like someone's dead person. Yeah. It's a spirit of something. But are you feeling that same thing when a moth pops into your face? <laughs> <laughs> are you like, oh my God, there's, hey mom. No, I am huh. like, that bitch did not, whoever that person is, that woman does not, that they didn't like me. Because why are they coming at me? I think they're, they're so are they blind? They're so, yesterday I got chased by, two days ago I got chased by one. It just comes after me. It's like butterflies are like the soothing, spiritual, effortless flowing creature. And then a moth is like a batshit crazy dust buster. It's unbelievable. That only comes to you when the light's blazing in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, with butterflies, you're right. They're so like tranquil to watch. Yes. And they kind of like float as they fly. Agreed. And then, and then moths. moths. This is my problem with moths. I kind of feel like the noise that they make when it hits, you know, when they hit the, whatever is illuminated, like the outdoor. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes like those ping, 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 ping sounds. Uh-huh. Like, wouldn't you think it'd be like, why do I keep running into this thing? I should probably go another direction. I, I, I would. And now I will tell you, I, I feel the same way. I would go ahead and find an open space. I think that that noise now, Lauren, from what I've learned, they have, um, strange feathery wings Ew. 
feathery. They're called scale wings. What are they called? Feathery antennae. I don't know. They serve as scales and they make it so they can escape from sticky spider webs. Oh, that makes sense. They're like smooth. Like there's talcum powder on them. Nature is so cool. But anyway, these things, this, this, the reason this, I brought this up is because I was reading the newspaper and I was like, oh, I'm going to bring this up to Lauren because I know how much you love moths. I fucking hate them. The word is moth. In the movie, Mothman. Don't see it. Thanks, Moth- mom. She took us to see <laughs> That's it. the worst movie ever. Wasn't that Richard Gere? Probably. We were first in line for I that. don't remember who the leading lady was, but it was Richard Gere and he gets like these he's delivered prophecies from and it's like a urban do you know it's like based on an urban legend i now it's coming back to me mm. mm-hmm. did anyone die in that yeah i think someone did die someone passed i don't remember how well speaking of speaking of death and mm. oh, near death um you were a bit of a hero recently i, did. I was i am i mean i am <laughs> own it own it <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Anthony and I went to our favorite spot, Promontory Point, which I want you to go with the kids, uh-huh. but I have raging anxiety because it is so dangerous. No, it's, it's literally a death zone. So here's the deal, you guys. In Chicago, it's on the south side of the city towards science and industry, right off of, it's the most, it's an east peninsula jutting out into the lake on mm-hmm. the east side of the, um, of, of Elastine. It's not, there's not a lot of that happening there. So you go around and it's all rocks and it's the water comes up. So I don't know how algae kind of, I don't know the science behind why it makes slippery on rocks, the continual water. The sun is just growing slick shit. So that's what's going on. Slick mm-hmm. shit. Okay. So you have to, when you get, if you want to go into the water, it's not a beach, it's rocks. So you've got to get on your butt and slide in. Okay. Fair One enough. step on the rock and you're a goner. Fuck okay. That. No, for real. It's like being on an ice rink and I was kind of sitting there, we were reading the paper and hanging out. And I would tell people as they were coming by, like, be careful. And people would be like, whoa, whoa, you know, and then they'd sit and do the, the right thing. Well, as I went to the water, this, these two women started making their way down. And these rocks, they're probably four feet high from I mean, one another. If you you're a fall risk, please down. stay away from the rocks. Just enjoy from One the lady had a cane. Nope. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just got upset because that's not good. I had a cane and they were both larger women. Um, you know, they weren't like crazy physically fit. So it was definitely alarming at first. So I make my, it was very scary. I make my way in from the water to kind of be like, you know, I better kind of warn them. I get out of the water. I turn my back for one second. And as I make my way back, looking into the water, there's Cecile, no, sorry, Lynn, lying on her back and i saw her head make impact with oh, the no, rock no. you know it like bounces <sighs> yep i can picture so it. forget about covid i for, i didn't even and i just hopped off my rock and i ran to her well and i actually slid on my ass to her no <laughs> I, could, I mean you literally and did you have to like call an ambulance well so i said okay. I'm like, are you okay? I'm like, you hit your head. And she, she was shaking like her hand and she like went to reach behind and Mm -hmm. like touch her head and you know, like her hand shaking. And the minute she presses her hand to her head, the blood started running. Okay. You know what? (laughs) That's, that's where I cut and go. (laughs) The blood started running down underneath her hair and into her back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. You are bleeding. And my instinct was like, we have to call, you have a head wound. Like we need to call 911. So I said, we have to call 911. And she goes, no, I do not want Lori to find out about this. I'm like, Lori Lightfoot? She's like, yeah. 
Oh, Lori Lightfoot's our mayor. Um, and but was Liz, she like worried because she didn't want to add more stress to Lori? She life? was like, I don't know. She was, and she was like, I don't want her to know, and I don't want them to shut down Promontory Point because I fell. Got it. She's like, I should know better. Well, wow, we, badass lady. Badass. So then some kid runs up with ice, gives her some ice. So it was like a whole like effort, and she goes into the water. And I said, Lynn, I don't know. I don't know if you should go to the water. You have a head wound. You could drown. And she told me to mind my own business. And then she's going with her friends to see. Oh my God. Well, she was really sweet. She was cute. Well, God bless those two brave bitches for unbelievable. They swam for like 40 minutes and they came back in and Michelle, I had to Anthony and I had to drag them back out. So, cause now you have to slide your butt out of promontory back to shore yeah. And there's no upper body strength to military crawl. You know what? When they're you're 60, a little overweight. You know what? They're probably thinking, F it. You, maybe this is our last time at Promontory Point. Seriously. Been, you're right. They've been going for 30 years. Seriously. As like, best friends. Let's just live life. And if we get an infection and an open wound or <laughs> are taken by an undertale, <laughs> we, at least we had a great hours with Cecile. They were also drinking beforehand, she told me. Oh, <laughs> all right. You know, so I'm a hero. You, Lauren, you are a hero, you know, and I have to applaud you because so many people in this fine world that we live in would see that and just walk away. How, how could you not help? That's what my brain well, doesn't people work. People do it all the time. It's, I could never, I couldn't sit from where I was and just be like, yeah, okay. She was hurt. No, people may, you may have gotten some video filmers, just people not helping. <laughs> I love the people that just stand and watch the disaster and just take a film. Do you know what um, Mr. Rogers' mom used to tell him when he was freaked out? Like when bad shit would go down and they would see things on the news. No, what? Her, his mom would always say like, things will get scary in this world but always look for the helpers because there will always look be someone. Helpers. Isn't that beautiful? I, I remember it now from the movie. Well, yeah, he was I remember a, from 9-11. That, that I did not realize um, Mr. Rogers' story was, that's who you're talking about, right? Well, hell yeah. Who the hell do you think I'm talking about? I thought, oh God, I just had like a burnout moment. You were looking at me. You were looking through me. <laughs> so sorry. Oh golly, yeah, Mr. Rogers. He what? You didn't realize that he was such a profound human being. I did not until the movie. I and wasn't like, like walking around after I watched that show when I was a kid, being like, "Oh, Mr. Rogers." I was just like, "This guy won't you be my flip his shoes off?" And oh, I love it. him. And he fought for public um, television, public access television. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, because he thought it was said it was like essential for children to learn. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, you're amazing." Mm -hmm. I kiss his lips. That's and something so, Nicole would say. You know what? And his lips are probably strangely so soft. <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think you're right. Oh my god. I don't imagine them to be crusty. No, I think everything on Mr. Rogers is soft. I feel like his he's got really well like manicured hands and feet too. He's not eyebrows. A yeah, everything. Weird. Can we stop there? Sure. Gross, getting grossed out. <laughs> Holy cow. But he was a good teacher. He was a good teacher. Speaking of, yeah. you're a teacher now. Part, kind of. I'm trying not to be as much as possible, but we're gearing up for them to go back to school and they're going to hybrid learn. So they're going to go to school for a couple of hours and then they're going to come home and e-learn for a couple of hours. Michelle, every school is doing something freaking different. Yes. I don't get it. Yeah. I think it's the different unions that represent the different school districts. You'd think there'd just be like one like this is how we're doing it for everyone. No, not here. What we do is we do different things and we all judge each other for doing <laughs> them. <laughs> Sounds so, awesome. So what we're going to do is we're going to 
try and create an experience at home that looks nothing like what it was at the end of the school year last year. What was that like? It was just a hot ass mess of school books, like in random places strewn about, um, just everybody kind of working on top of each other, no other structure. So this year we're going to implement structure like like maybe a potted style recess in between hybrid and e-learning where a they desk. can like no go outside for recess, meet their friends, have lunch outside. Oh, oh I like, love this have idea. Have like an outdoor like social thing. What and time is that? Like at noon? For our kids, it would be like 11.30 to 12.30. I love this. Yeah. And I'm kind of flirting with another idea. I want to do this thing. This was inspired by an influencer that you and I follow, uh, Abby Tome. Oh, yeah. Um, she does these snack boards. And I love this idea because I would love to have something out where my kids can have a choice as to how they want to eat whatever I'm offering, whether it's like a taco board or like, I don't know, pancakes. Okay. Or, and she puts like the fruit, the pancakes, the bacon, it's all there. And it's just like, take what you want. Maybe they could pack their like bento box, go to the park. So it's like a charcuterie board. Yeah. It's like um, like a la carte. Yeah. And they can like pile in whatever they want. Yeah. Trying to just like figure out. And then out. you have food just around if you're, if you need it. Like, and that's the, what they'll eat if it's out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a wonderful idea, Michelle. So trying to do that. And Good then, call, Abby Tome. Yeah. And then um, just organizing their, their learning spaces. Will you have desks for each of them? No. So what are they, they? Mia has a desk in her room that she sits at never, and it's actually built into the wall. Oh, dang. So it's like she never uses okay. it. Okay. So wh where are they going to do their homework? Like in sitting in bed? Well, Mia could live in a mountain in the Middle East somewhere. So she's <laughs> in her closet. Wow. Really? In her closet? Yeah. We completely emptied it out. She has a ton of storage in her room. That's so cool. Yeah. She does. She's got the big trunk mm -hmm. things. And um, we are like hanging lights. We got like this little wall light for her. It's going to be like a hook. It's very, very cozy. Oh, I love and that. She, she, we went to Target and she got those little like wall hangers. So you could put like your laptop in your spirals. Very cool. I love this. And will... I need to be a little bit more creative with him because I was going beanbag for him in his mm. room, but now I'm being told that he might need to be up sitting. He was sitting more mm -hmm. and like in school, he was a bouncer. He bounced on a big old ball. Mm. So I don't know. I have to put a little bit more thought into his space. For whatever reason, right when you said beanbag, the first thing I thought about was like, but his posture. Like how you're sitting right exactly, now? Exactly, but I'm not working. Like yeah. I think if I need to be alert, I need to be upright. Totally. For real. But for some reason, why don't we think that for Mia? Because if you saw where she was laying. She's like a guinea pig. She's like, it's all about what the wall looks like behind her for when she's doing her calls with her classes. Oh, yeah, I love her. That's a thing now, I'm sure. It is. Nice. Totally is. That's really cool. Well, you know, I know how hard this is for mom and dads. And some people are going to be like, F you, you have no idea what you're talking about. I don't. But I do think that this is giving opportunity to like cultivate some creativity for the kids and kind of, I don't know, some of them might find their strengths elsewhere, being at home, maybe and with like mm -hmm. me, like in design, or maybe she'll really get into something that she wouldn't have access to in school. Totally. There are definitely things that are the silver lining. Yeah. Or at least this. a pro, a pro. A po yeah. A positive for a sure. Positive. Um, 
So we'll see. I mean, to be continued, this is going to be the epic saga of 2021. How so, long are you guys doing this for? Or is it month by month? Well, fingers crossed, rest of the year. Why fingers crossed? You're talking about the hybrid? Yeah. I mean, listen, as long as they're in the classroom for a period of time, everyone is saying, oh, it's going to shut down no matter what. I'm like, why are we saying I, that? Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's a really good point. You know, Michael, I see what you're saying. So you're just grateful for the fact that they're even spending any time now. hundred percent. Those, those guys. I mean, I don't even know if my kids can still read, you know, they went oh, through the shoot, whole summer. Shoot. Yep. We want to spark that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't picked up a book yet. Oh man. That's not true. Get them reading. I know. I know. Hopefully fingers crossed. Well, you know. good luck. Thank you. Godspeed. Gonna need it. I know. You know, it drives, drives you to the battle, this talking about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean just even talking about it? No, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I would, I'll, I'd have a beer, you know, but. What time is it? I don't want one. One thirty in PM. No way. I'm going to make you a nice gin for our live at five. Okay. Um, okay. So speaking of education, uh-huh. I feel like I'm always educated by the housewives. <laughs> It's a great but place I'm not. to be. It's a great place to be educated. So Michelle and I are currently listening to both um, New York or watching both New York and Beverly Hills. Correct. Michelle's catching up on New York. I'm behind on New York. On New York, but you're pretty caught up with Beverly Hills. Correct. And if you are also a watcher, we are talking at this point. There are allegations, which I, st- I this is such a BS storyline. Wait, what point? What is it? Denise making out with brandy oh yeah they yeah, had yeah. a fair together honestly who to i don't know to objectify someone's like sex life like that and it's like none of her business for tutty really makes me a little annoyed listen it's not her place to talk about that's that her kind of job stuff. that's her role in the housewives she's the the starter of the problems well denise j- did call her a shit stirrer, so i guess she was right I don't know. And I don't care. And people are like, do you think they did? I'm like, I could care less if they did. I could care less either, honestly. I mean, it's all bananas. But I mean, I, can we talk about Sonia Morgan? I realize I that I'm behind. I love her, but she's still Sonia, no matter what part you catch her in. Like, she's a, like a, she is a horny, sexual old woman. Like that about her. Good I know for her. So is Luann. Luann loves love. So is Ramona. But Luann is of the, them. They are sexy they're so bitches. horny. They're hornies. They are. Uh, it's nothing wrong. With I mean, good for them. Wait, who is the one? The blonde Ramona. Oh, Turtle She's, Time. She is so rude and selfish. You know, she is. I think she's really mean. And I think that she gets to behave how, like she literally, and you haven't seen the part where poop falls out of her butt. Well, I mean, I just saw it on video with you. Yeah. But like people, like she'll poo on the floor. And if Leah parties and has a little fun. Yeah. Cause she's also like 20 years younger than Ramona. Yeah. Ramona's like, you're so unladylike. I'm like, oh God, you would suck to be friends with I know. She's just a class A hypocrite. Yeah. (laughs) What's that about? She's just, Ramona makes for great TV. God, can't get enough. I love Sonia. Uh, Dorinda, she, I don't know if I read she was fired, but when she announced her departure, it sounded, it really sounded like she had made that decision herself, but she's got, she got the boot, I think. Well, I'm going to miss her and I'm going to miss those marbles in her mouth after one too many martinis. Oh my goodness gracious. It's as if her tongue swelled four sizes. It is, isn't it? I've never really experienced that before. Very difficult time. It's, I love it. But I, mean, I but I love all of them. They all have such a horrible friendship with one another. <laughs> but they still keep on clawing away. Um, okay, I want to go back to Beverly Hills for a moment. Yeah, I really am loving Erica. 
is she Erica Gerard is a Girardi? She is oh, married to oh, Tom. Yeah. She's like the entertain. She's a singer. She's probably just Jane. What's her what's Erica her, Jane? Erica Jane. She probably has the most glam squad. Um, I just I love her. I love watching her, and I love how she can stand up to anybody, and it's impressive. She is. She's definitely one of the faves. She's very guarded, though. She she's is. She's been through some stuff. I respect that, mm-hmm. though. She, she has every right to hold back whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah, but she's softening a little bit. Like, she's sharing she more. And she gets a little tipsy here and there now. She's fun. She's cool as hell. What about Rena? What do you think of Rena? With Lisa Rena, I am, I'm, I think she, I, I love her. She's beautiful. She also plays both sides. She does the crying thing where, you know, I'm so sorry. Oh, but I also think like but awards also, for acting. Yeah, exactly. Because she really lays it down hard with the ladies when she wants to kind of, you know, be a little aggressive. Yeah, she can be tough. I love her and her mom, though. They have a very cute relationship. Her mom has does her mom have a form of dent gender? Like slowly. Okay. Like okay. real nothing bad like moms. Okay. And then and I love Kyle. <laughs> love <laughs> Kyle forever. Love Kyle forever. And Michelle was mentioning Sutton. Sutton's new. She's just, she seems sweet to your face, but then says the snarkiest things behind people's backs. Yeah. I don't mind her. I like her. And I think she's very pretty. They're in her confessional. She's just such a, I think there's something quite beautiful about her. I don't know. I, they're all freaking nuts and I love it. It's what I do when I want to erase my memory for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Oh, we kidding. Four hours. <laughs> Four hours, exactly. No, it was really, they're, they're, it's, it's good. You got to catch up on the New York one and okay. then you'll feel like you'll know where we are. I only have like 20 more to go. Yeah, Michelle's real behind. So sorry, Lauren. That's okay. Well, um, I really enjoyed chatting with you today. Thank you. Yeah, I think we've covered everything. I mean, we did cover everything. And how many minutes? Um, I just don't know why it can't. So yeah, let's go ahead and wrap that up. <sighs> okay. We're going to figure this out. Okay, cool. All right. Peace. All right. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.